Be the Abu Productions welcomes you to a new episode of the BE Podcast. Join in the conversation with Pastor Jonathan Gallardo and Pastor Henry Cruz. Hello, everyone. My name is Jonathan Gallardo, pastor of Vida Abundante Church, and I'm with Henry Cruz. And we're here again listening and understanding what it means to listen to a sermon. Yeah. I've been excited about this series. Yeah, yeah, Again, not because we're pastors, right? <laughs> we want people to know how to listen mm-hmm. to the Word of God, uh, specifically the sermon being preached. How, how's your week been going so far? Good, 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 good. Just grinding through, getting ready for groups. So here at the church, Ooh, we're, we're nice. doing a few things, trying to get some classes going, um, got some events in the English service coming up, so that worship night coming up. Oh, so that's yep, right. Yep. So, All right, get ready for that. Yeah. So awesome. So let's go. Let's go back. Let's dive into this. How to listen to a sermon. Yep. If you didn't listen to last week's podcast, take a listen. I think that's very important. Yeah. We got, I mean, prayer. Yeah. That's incredibly important. But now let's get into some practical elements mm-hmm. of actually coming to church and listening to a sermon. Mm-hmm. And and I think what we want to talk about is how to be attentive yeah. in this. Now, I know there's students out there or university kids that understand a little bit what this means right Mm -hmm. so when you're in a class that you love right and that you're fascinated about the subject uh it's probably part of your major what do you do you know what do you do so and this is going to remind us of our seminary right yeah because because one of the classes I was really excited for, and I think you were excited mm-hmm. for, was our theology class, our systematic theology. Yeah. So what did we do? The first day we went all the way to the front, yep. and we wanted to soak it in and be like ready for yeah. that. Unfortunately, <laughs> the teacher. <laughs> yeah. You remember yeah. those days? Yeah, right? I remember those days. Yep. Our teacher wasn't that, yeah. <laughs> that interesting. Was, he was a brilliant man. Yeah. But I'd rather read his book. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Then listen to his lecture. Yeah. So then when th- what ended up happening? We <laughs> went all the way to the back. <laughs> we just went to the back yeah. and um and then just our coasted la- through yeah. the class. We, we finished our semester in the back. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes we didn't even show up. Yeah. But anyway, those were uh those were good days. Those yeah. were when we were Seminary. a lot younger. Yep. I was a little bit lighter in weight. <laughs> I had more hair. But anyway, that was fun. But that, that's what happens, right? You yeah. want to listen. You, you're attempted. You're excited. Yep. I, I was excited. I was excited. Yeah. I was like, yes, I want to get this. You've theology. read the, the yeah. portion that you you know you're going to be you, lectured you, on. You want to actually interact with the professor. But, you know, sometimes things happen. But at least you demonstrate it physically. So there is a, a way to do that yeah. in a sermon. And as a, you know, you're not a student. In, in on a Sunday school or I mean in a Sunday service you're not a university person you're not paying to be here you're you, you're actually coming because you're a worshiper yeah. so as a worshiper what are some practical elements then that we can do to actually listen to a sermon yeah and and I think one you know maybe not often mentioned but I, I think it's it's a, applicable here so I was doing the Ten Commandments while you were at, at school mm-hmm. for the Wednesday uh, Spanish Bible study and so Kevin DeYoung has a book. It's called The Ten Commandments. And in the 
Kevin D. Young. It, People got to read him. Yeah, he's got. Yeah, he's he's, he's a really, really good, good writer. Yeah, and Pres- listen to him too. Yeah, Presbyterian guy. So yeah. we don't agree on everything. <laughs> just a little yeah, a little yeah. footnote there, but but really really brilliant young guy. He looks older than than what he is from Chicago too, actually. Oh wow. Yeah. I didn't so know I didn't that. know that either. I heard him at a recent conference, and he said he was from here. But but anyway, in that book, the Ten Commandments on the Lord's Day specifically, when he ties it to congregational worship, one of the things he talks about is, you know. When we come to the Lord's Day, we should come with our best. And so what he means by that is that oftentimes we spend most of our energy on Friday and Saturday. So by the time we actually get to church on Sunday, we're super, super tired. And so that's one hindrance to listening to God's word is, is how late did you stay up the night before? What did you do? And again, I don't want to be here, you know, legalistic and sound like, you know, if you stay up late watching a, a boxing match or you went to a, a, a birthday party or a movie, that's not my point. But my point is that if we know ourselves not to be morning persons, meaning like we struggle to get up the, the day before. So in my case, I could stay up late the night before and I'm a morning person. I'll hear the alarm. I'll turn it off right away, you know, get up, jump in the shower, and I'm good mm-hmm. to go. And I, I won't feel the effects of, of that until later on yeah. in the day, which is why people make fun of me for taking naps or whatever. But <laughs> naps are good. Naps I highly recommend o'clock. it. <laughs> naps at 1130, but not on Sundays. No. <laughs> um, but anyway, so, so but, but, but if you're not that person and you know that you stay up the night before, you're probably not going to go to church or you're going to come and, you know, like, then that's probably not the best solution. So what Kevin DeYoung wants us to think about is as we think about our coming to God on, on, on the Lord's day and even listening to his word, a lot of it starts with what did I do the night before? And so I think it's an applicable point for this aspect of if I know myself to be someone that is going to be tired Mm -hmm. during the sermon, um, as good as the sermon may be, if I already come in, battling sleep i'm at a disadvantage there's already a distraction lingering and so that has a lot to do with 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 our sermon listening what did we do the night before i think two quick ones and then you know i'll let you mention a few but the other one is simply you know going inside and Mm -hmm. and again one thing is coming to church another thing is getting inside and i know it sounds silly but but sometimes you know people will join ministries so that they don't go inside the 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 sermon and we want people to serve but not with that harder attitude um let me avoid the sermon and by going yeah and serving somewhere else because it's still a godly thing to do right yeah and that's horrible and so you you want to get nourished with the word of god but that's another thing it's just you know or just simply coming to church and you're hanging out in the lobby and talking to people and you know before you know it the, the worship has gone through and now you know you're preaching and and someone's going in mm-hmm. like they, they've been here the whole time but they're going into the auditorium yeah. like mid-sermon it's like well what's the point you, yeah. you might as well have stayed home yeah, if you yeah, were just yeah. going to come to mingle and again fellowship in the church is good but there are times to do that and during the preaching is not one of those exactly. times so so just you know being conscious of of that and then while you're in the sermon i think one, one other distraction that 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 i think we could, should consider is where am i sitting mm-hmm. and again this is not like you know, you can't fight for all the front row seats, although those are usually the ones that are empty. <laughs> those are always open, <laughs> yeah. by, by the way. Yeah. I, have, I don't understand why. <laughs> yeah, so... so <laughs> I don't spit that far. <laughs> yeah, I, I sometimes do because of the braces, but but that's a whole nother, <laughs> a whole nother subject. But but yeah, be in the spit zone. It's okay. It's it's more anointed there yeah. anyway. No, nah, nah, just kidding. But, 
But how, um, how does a verdict do it? Because yeah. verdict always gets all the people. They're even on the stage. Yeah, they're, they're called paid culture setters. Oh, okay, there you go. Culture setters. <laughs> you got to set culture, and, and we'll pay you to so do it. So we need some interns. Yeah, we need some <laughs> to interns. To be culture setters. Yeah, to be culture setters. <laughs> um, so anyway. Or but just some people that want to listen to the word. <laughs> yeah. So, but but what you said honestly, it matters because if you're easily distracted like me, and this has happened to me where, like, sometimes I'll be in the back with the production people, um, and and you're in the back and yeah, you get distracted because there's more movement. You, 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 you're, you're seeing what other people are doing in the church. You're seeing the servers that need to be moving, uh, you know, moving. And so it's easy for you to get distracted. So if you're one of those people that are in the back and you get distracted easily, then yeah, maybe the, the back isn't for you. Now, some people like the back because they don't want to be looking at the clock. Yeah. The clock is distracting. And then there are others that sit in the front and still they're like, you know, yeah, looking yeah. back <laughs> behind them to see where, yeah. where you're at on the timer, which by the way, we don't always follow the timer. So yeah. ignore the timer. <laughs> um, but, but yeah, it's so suggestive. yeah, it's just, it's suggestive. <laughs> it, it is, it really is. But our production guys don't, don't, don't seem to think so. Um, but, but those are, I think some important, some important yeah. tips, but a lot of this has to do with you knowing yourself. And so if you know that you're an easily distracted person, then the back isn't for you, mm-hmm. you know, move more towards the front, sit in places. Who are you sitting next to? You know, again, when you're a young person, I used to remember this, you know, when I sat with my friends as a young man, yeah, I, you know, you're hardly paying attention because they're always yeah. bugging you and like, oh, and yeah. like, you know, goofing. Laughing. So, yeah. So even in that, and I know that, that, um, that that could seem silly, but who are you sitting next to? Are, are the people next to you attentive listeners mm-hmm. or are they trying to goof off? And so if they're not attentive listeners, then yeah, you may want to sit with people that are there with the same purpose in mind as you. So those are some practical things on, on how we approach. Elements. Yeah. I, I think those are, that's very important, especially the, the point that you mentioned on, on serving yeah. because yeah, is it a good thing to serve at your church, mm-hmm. to volunteer, to be in a ministry at your church? I think that's a great thing to do because the church always needs help in a lot of different areas yeah. to help facilitate, again, the concept of worship. The beauty of of having a Spanish and an English service is mm. that those that are more English-oriented come to worship, and then they could actually serve yeah. in the Spanish service to to avoid that because... Because we, we, we can't substitute, again, we can't substitute worship with service. Yeah. There, there's a Mary Martha dilemma going mm-hmm. on here. So you, you can't replace that. So that can never be a replacement to sit under God's word. I, I go back to, to Acts chapter 2, right? And even Acts chapter 1, the, the fact that the preaching of God's word brought about this incredible revival mm-hmm. of the Holy Spirit coming down upon people and uh, speaking in tongues. People understood what was going on. This revival, what it what it birthed, it wasn't more nights of Holy Spirit fire. It yeah. wasn't like every night for the next 30 years in the New Testament did we see Peter preaching and, and the fire of God falling down on yeah. people. What did it do? It birthed the church. And so what we see immediately in Acts chapter 2 then is, People gathered in homes, mm-hmm. reading, listening to the, the the doctrines of the apostles, praying together, you know, breaking bread together. So part of the New Testament church and the birth of revival, the ref, the result of that was going to listen to God's yeah. word yep. attentively in a group in in, in the church, the mm-hmm. ecclesia, 
there. And, and so that's important because if you don't understand that listening is an act, act of worship, mm-hmm. that, that we, that Paul stresses this time and time again, we were talking about Romans chapter 10 on Sunday and, and, and it's Paul's emphasis of preaching the, the, the word of faith that comes that, that, and then he immediately goes into what it means to yeah. preach the word of faith. It's the, the sacrifice, the, the blood of Jesus Christ and proclaiming him as Lord. Mm. This isn't word of faith, word of faith like Kenneth Copeland. Right. <laughs> this is word of faith in the gospel. And, 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 and that comes by proclamation. So your worship, being a congregant, is, is listening to God's mm-hmm. word and understanding that, that, that that's important. For you as you're as you grow spiritually, yeah. So I think people need to understand that. Bring those two together. To, um, you know, this doesn't satisfy our egos, right? right? Like you don't, you're not there. Like, oh wow, I got 50 people listening to me. I got 200 people listening. We could care, you know, right? In a sense, yeah. We, I don't even know how to say that anymore because my wife always corrects we could me. Care like, less. We could care less, or we couldn't care less. One of them is a correct <laughs> way to say it, but I couldn't care less in the sense of, yeah having a huge audience that, that, that doesn't, I, I want to preach to God's people yeah, and I want to be an instrument in God's hands to preach to God's people. So as a preacher, we, we, we want people to, to be ready. Yeah. Don't be sleepy on mm-hmm. a Sunday morning. Most importantly, because it's God's word that's being preached yeah. and proclaimed. So yeah, taking notes, mm-hmm. uh, you know, we'll talk a little bit about that more and like the, how to do yeah, it, how yeah. to do that later on in, in another episode. But this should be your desire. Mm-hmm. I, I think Paul always, you know, going back to the Apostle Paul he, and his emphasis on, on uh, you know, you guys at the beginning, you guys were like babies and you were drinking milk. Yeah. But now you need something more solid. You need more meat. It, it demonstrates a growth, especially when it comes to the proclamation mm-hmm. of God's word. Yep. I think those are important elements that we have to consider as we as we continue talking about how to listen to a sermon yeah yeah and, and i i know we'll, we'll talk about details of this but note taking is another way to limit your your distractions because it puts you on a focus on on i'm actually here to listen to something and and i as i'm taking notes it limits your your peripheral vision from being mm-hmm. all around the auditorium and again yeah it's just it's another way because we're talking here about how to listen attentively it's just another way to to, to have your mind focused focus you. on, yeah, on this is what I'm doing. I'm, I'm paying attention to words. You know, what, what are the, the explanations of the text? How are they being given? What are some things that I could jot down so that even I could take home back with me and, and kind of review the mm-hmm. sermon notes and, yeah. and, and think through what was said, uh, you know, questions that were raised, things that I was asked to do as a listener so these are all important things and, and i think that 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 again for us that that hear sermons you want to do whatever you can to limit your distractions and so if you're just you know yeah if you're if you're just coming to church and you're just sitting back and kind of like eh, let's see you know we'll see waiting what for it to finish yeah waiting for <laughs> it to finish and just kind of um meeting like a like a spiritual routine like this is what we do on sundays you know kind of like a checkbox thing that's not going to be helpful at yeah. all um but if you come with the right attitude i think that it's going to change how you listen to sermons and more importantly it, it'll be beneficial to your spiritual walk uh, as a whole yeah. yeah so we yeah we do you know and yeah we'll, we'll talk a little bit more about that i want to yeah. get more into detail on actually this whole concept of writing notes and 
uh, the right way to do it, the yeah. wrong way to do it. But it, that's important, you know, and as you have your Bible with you, it, it becomes more um, less of basically less of a distraction than to simply be on your phone. But we'll talk about that a little bit more on the next podcast. So thank you for being with us, Henry. Yep. Any last any last words? No, I mean, check your heart. <laughs> check your attitude, honestly, as, as you come and listen to to a sermon, because really, at the end of the day, it's on us. It's our responsibility. Mm-hmm. Um, the importance we give to our children on listening to to sermons is super important and so uh we'll highlight some of those things as well um on on even like our kids seeing the importance of yeah. you know of of coming to church and, and listening to god's exactly. word so especially yeah. if you're yep awesome thanks for tuning in for any questions reach out to us on twitter at Be That English Pod or go to our website, Be That Abu That Church. We hope to see you next week. This has been a Be That Abu Productions presentation.